Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Justice Sobriety, where we talk, share, spill the tea soberly and anonymously. So today is Friday, and I'm so happy about that. It's been a long week. Um, so this episode is going to be a little bit different. What I have for you guys is an interview that I had with a friend of mine who has about eight months sobriety and I asked her like 13, 14, 15 different questions and I was trying to see like where she is now, how her perspective is on the program, how her progress has been and so forth. So I plan on interviewing her again about six months from now. So she'll have over a year and hopefully by then she'll be sponsoring her own people and you know things should be much different for her and we'll get different answers so I'm really excited so if you guys could just listen um, and if any of you are willing to participate in this as well I'd love to do another interview Um, you don't have to have less than a year of sobriety Um, I was just trying to do that for this segment and I was trying to get more people but there were some technical difficulties that didn't seem to work out and it just it was harder to get interviewees than I thought it would be so hopefully you guys like it anyways and this is just one person's point of view and journey everyone's journey and recovery is their own unique experience so If you're new to this, don't think it'll be the same for you. It probably won't, and that's okay. It's better that way. So I'm going to go ahead and just do a quick update. It's been really interesting since the last podcast episode. I've led quite a few meetings. I've made some friends, some friends almost went back out and that was a little stressful but they're okay they're sober they didn't go out um school's been kicking my ass i'm taking pharmacology of addiction and some of these assignments i have to do in these writings it's like i'm reading paragraphs and paragraphs of words i don't know how to pronounce and if i don't know how to pronounce a word it's hard for me to remember it and actually learn so it's been it's been a little stressful but I got through it. I, I figured the assignments out anyways and tried to make the best of it. <laughs> Hopefully one day it'll all be worth it and I'll have my LCDC license. So, okay, so that being said, I'll just turn this over to Kat, who was my interviewee. And let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you have any other questions for her I'm sure she'd be more than happy to do another interview so thank you guys I love you all I'm going to close this out now with the serenity prayer because I'm not going to do a third segment for this very episode so just a moment of silence for those in and out of the rooms who are suffering with addiction And now the serenity prayer. So 
God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I love you guys, and yeah, in, this next, in the next few seconds, you'll hear Kat's interview. Enjoy. Have a good day. Bye. Kat, so what's your sobriety date? January 25th of 2020. Okay, and then your story in five sentences or less. Um, not so much, like, uh, I drank in college, um, socially, and then it became more, um, I got in trouble at school, and then I um, got in trouble after graduation, and really something just woke me up, and then it, that brought me to here. Great. Okay, so what have you gained in recovery? I have gained... Um, self-confidence again um i've gained a better relationship with my higher power i've gained um great friendships and somewhat of family um i've gained uh, a better relationship well it's getting there with my mother um and yeah what is one relationship you would like to improve on? My mother. <laughs> Why is that? Because, well, since, um, like, I've gotten sober, I haven't, and since COVID, I haven't really had a car, and I wasn't really able to get my car back because before I did get in trouble, um, I... Uh, my transmission blew and we couldn't fix it because we didn't have the money and um, then COVID hit and she's been driving me everywhere for eight months and um, she's still doing that and I have done things to our house as well I've just cost her a lot with financial issues and we're trying to move past that well, that's good. Um, so how are you on practicing? I can't speak. How are you practicing self-care? Um, I, I am very into yoga. And um, I recently started doing sunrise. I've never been an early riser. Unless I had to. Um, but I was like, I really want to start doing that, especially when fall is coming up and like cooler weather is awesome. I love running. Um, I love working out and I've been listening to, um, uh, some like mindset, like change self-help podcasts as well. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so what have you lost in your addiction? Um, well, I lost my license 
earlier this year, but I just got it back. Um, I lost um, the ability to be independent um, for the time being. Um, that's it. Mm. Okay, perfect. So what advice would you give your younger self either before or an early addiction? Um, listen to your mother when she said both your parents are alcoholics and you're most likely going to end up one. <laughs> I never listened to that either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. No, we think we can handle it better than they did. They obviously were doing it wrong. (laughs) Okay, so next, what are triggers for you and how do you overcome them? Um, Well, triggers would be um, my mom bringing up the past. And she's been doing that quite a bit, but I've been like... uh, like every time she does, I listen to a podcast or just jam out to music or call uh, uh, my sponsor and um, then it's all good and um, also like just thoughts. The brain is, yeah. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, so First, do you feel like you love yourself? Yeah. And have you been able to forgive yourself from your past? Um, it's a working process, but yeah. That's awesome. Okay, what is the most beneficial change besides not drinking you've made in recovery? Wait, say the question again. Mm-hmm. What's the most beneficial change you've made besides not drinking and recovery? Um, not always staying in the problem. I, I was, uh, like, before I made myself the victim, even though I told myself I wasn't, I was just trying. And then, um, but yeah, just not being the victim and just trusting in my higher power and in myself that I and my and the people around me okay and what would you tell someone who's currently using or drinking who's struggling in their addiction right now um I like I'm not I can't tell you what to do, but if you're really, like, really struggling and, um, like, alcohol or anything is just not worth it. (laughs) Like, it, yeah, it tastes good, but so does, like, anything else and, like, but this one makes your life horrible. (laughs) It made my life horrible too. 
Okay, so next, what is the best advice you've gotten in recovery? Um, best advice I've had in recovery. Um, keep your head up and don't always uh, stay in the past. Things will work out as they come. Okay, what goals are you still working on achieving in recovery? Um, I am still working on us. Uh, mental health self-help that's just an everyday situation and also um get getting my car back and getting that independence and freedom back awesome those are really good goals um so where are you in the 12 steps and how has doing them changed you what advice would you give others in the program with less time than you um, I'm currently on the, like, 10th and 11th, um, and I, um, when I, when I do it, um, I, uh, it really helps me because, um, of the way my sponsor has me do it, it's, but, um, sometimes I don't always do it, but, uh, when it, I should always do it. Um, but, uh, what was the other question? <laughs> also, how has doing them, the 12 steps, changed you? It's, what I think is, like, it's another way of self-help a little bit. Like, um, it's, uh, like a journey that you really get into, like, it's kind of therapy, almost, but you're doing it yourself, <laughs> um, and, like, you're, it's just, it really opens your mind to, like, things that you've never really realized that you've done, or you were like, and, um, like, the character defects, you realize things about yourself that you might have like avoided or like just used the drug or uh, booze to help you get rid of and you just, it just opens your mind a lot. Okay, and what would you tell others in the program who have less time than you? Um, just keep going, it does work. Like I had doubts um, about it myself because I wasn't um, like I thought I wasn't like a real alcoholic because I didn't drink that much or for that long but when I did come into these rooms like it really did help and all you gotta do is just like rely on your sponsor and your uh, higher power and um like it works i love that you mentioned higher power because that's that's what the last question's about so do you have a higher power and if so how did you come to terms with it and how has it helped you i do have a higher power i like i was actually raised in the methodist church all my life 
and I kind of got away from it um, December of 2018 because of a bad breakup but like I didn't drink over it I was just like I'm done with God God's done with me and then I uh, met one of my best friends in college and it turned it all around and I started really becoming really passionate in my faith since then I have been um, but then when I did drink this um, like about a year ago starting I was starting like to get away from it because I had my internship I couldn't go to church and all that and but once I came into this program um, it really helped me get back to that passion and get back to uh, like I mean yeah I still uh, think sometimes like God is playing a huge joke on me <laughs> but um, what I've learned is like maybe he's he's not doing it to me he's doing it for me um and that just really helps me with that i love that thank you so much for your time and answering all of my questions i'm sure some of them were not as easy as others yeah. <laughs> but